0: this is ted kelly with another ted hospitality minute hey today we've got a great guest on his name is shane Alor. he is the general manager at the sheridan orlando lake univista resort and he's gonna come on and talk to us about all the great things that's going on down in the magical world of disney hey shane how are you i'm doing well thanks for having me hey thanks for giving us a few minutes of your time i gotta think that uh
1: You guys are probably getting pretty busy down there around this time of year, no? We are getting busy. You know, group business is pretty much uh, wrapped up for the year and we're ramping up for the holidays with all of our uh, great leisure business coming in here.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Hey, before we get into your property and all of the beautiful things that's going on there, let's talk a little bit about you. Tell us a little bit about your hospitality
1: journey. How did you get here? Sure, Um, it's uh, it's a long story, but we'll we'll condense it. (laughs) I started out as a as a front desk clerk at a Hampton Inn, and then became a shift supervisor there at the in operations. And uh, I had a great general manager that felt that I would be better served in uh, in the sales and marketing area. So I moved into a sales manager role, and then kind of progressed from there. Went to work for a larger property as a sales manager, and then went to work for another larger property. And ultimately, I wanted to be in resorts. Uh, So this all was happening in Southern California. So I ended up in in Palm Springs, California, uh, working in the resort market. And uh, in 1999, I had an opportunity to join Marriott and uh, work for the Ritz-Carlton Rancho Mirage as a sales manager. And kind of took that and and grew from there and ended up at the Rancho Las Palmas Marriott Resort in Rancho Mirage as director of sales and marketing. And then I moved to uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, uh, for 11 years and spent time at the JW Marriott Camelback Inn and then also the JW Marriott Desert Ridge, both as director of sales and marketing. And then I uh, transitioned to South Florida as our kids uh, got older and they were on their own. We decided it was time to uh, to explore the country a little bit from a working standpoint and uh, move to uh, South Florida to help to rebrand and uh, expand the JW Marriott Turnberry in Aventura down in South Florida. So I was there for a couple of years, and then I transitioned back west to Las Vegas as the general manager for the JW Marriott Las Vegas. And then uh, that was through COVID, and then, and then ended up here as the general manager at the beautiful Sheraton Lake Buena Vista Resort, uh, January wow. 31st of this year. Wow, that is an awesome
0: track record, man. And The one great thing I like about it, is usually with JW Marriott, there's always a nice golf course close to it <laughs> somewhere yes. so, somewhere
1: in the neighborhood, right? <laughs> always, especially in the resort world. So uh, obviously at Camelback Inn, the JW Camelback Inn, they have 36 holes of golf there. Desert Ridge, as we talked earlier, has really nice golf, also 36 holes. JW Turnberry, a nice private country club, 36 holes of golf. JW Las Vegas, use the, uh, the TPC Las Vegas course. So this is my first time without my own golf on property. So I'm I, I'm I'm at a loss a little bit.
0: <laughs> well, you you're in a great area, so I'm sure there are plenty of golf courses nearby that you can go and uh kind of reminisce a little bit about. But uh yeah, that that's one of the great features that I've always kind of noticed about the JW Marriott. And they're such nice properties to begin with. And you you just threw out a couple that I think are just awesome properties to, to begin with. So uh, yeah, that that's a that's a very nice piece of uh, history there about you. So tell me this: I understand that the uh, the shared at Lake Munavista is going to be coming up on a major major renovation here
1: in 2023. Tell me about that. What what all are you guys doing? So a lot of planning has gone into that. Ownership is is really supporting uh, some some updates here and and bringing this more uh, in line with the kind of the new Sheraton community and just some of the new features and amenities and kind of the look and feel of Sheraton. So uh, it'll start uh, July 1st of 2023, and it'll include a a refresh and a redo of all the guest rooms. Uh, It'll include the front entrance, uh, getting a new look and feel, the lobby. Our marketplace, uh, which has Starbucks inside, we'll get a, a new look and a complete reconfiguration and some added features such as a counter and a window for the outside. So you can order and you can shop from the outside as well as from the inside. Um, our, uh, our One of our restaurants, Zest, gets, uh, gets a renovation as well as the Zest bar. And then outside at the pool, uh, we have two pools. That area gets completely renovated, reconfigured. We're updating cabanas and adding cabanas uh, adding some more outdoor space, and then the meeting space. So we have two ballrooms. Uh, each ballroom is just over 6,000 square feet. Uh, those ballrooms and pre-function space get, get a little refresh, carpeting, uh, new lighting, things like that. So uh, a lot of great things going on all at the same time. We should be completed with the renovation, though, by March of 2024. Uh, we're going to start with the guest rooms, and the guest rooms will, will get done You know, by the end of the year. We'll do either the plan is either 60 rooms at a time, which I'm I'm pushing for. We have four buildings. So I'm pushing for a building at a time. That will be easier. So we'll see right. how we end up doing it. But um, obviously, as you know, trying to work through still an operating resort. So trying to minimize displacement and minimize guest interruption and all that. So we'll have to have to work around all those things.
0: I was going to say, man, that's, that's music to my ears when you start talking about displacement and minimizing the guest interruption piece. And I guess being where you are, where it's kind of, to me, Florida is always a go-to destination just because of the weather. So I don't know if it really slows, slows down, but, you know, to have a great property that people want to be in and be trying to renovate it
1: at the same time presents its own set of challenges. Yeah. You know, Uh, it's funny in this, in this market, if you, if you don't have group business, you have transient business, you know, with Disney, we're we're a good neighbor. Uh, property to disney so we're we're close by all the disney attractions and disney springs so number one everybody's happy which is great but uh, number two you have that kind of that built-in transient leisure business that's always uh, always looking for a spot to stay and looking for things to do so it works out well right 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 so talk a little bit about
0: your uh, experiences with the renovations what's been the most significant challenge for you in your past when you're going through a major renovation like that
1: as we're getting ready for this one, the, the there haven't been a lot of challenges yet because we're not close enough, really, to really have right. to get those, you know, a lot of those things in place. But you know, it, it's you're kind of working with three entities. We have the ownership group, and then of course I'm here on property, and then we have a design firm that's been down a couple times, and they're going through constant iterations. Uh, things are getting value engineers, so new designs are put forth, and now there's an architect involved. So a lot of my time is taken. When they decide to have a pop-in visit. So I need to be able to, you know, show the, the rooms that we're going to use for model rooms and maybe highlight some space and some recommendations or opinions that I have that have to get bubbled back up uh, to ownership for approval. Um, especially knowing that we have to be here and operate the property. Things have to be done in a manner that are going to work for us and and work for the guests. So yeah, those are some of the some of the challenges as we get a little closer. You know, we'll have to work with, you know, if there's group group guests that could be impacted or groups that could be impacted, uh, obviously leisure guests and, and things like that, trying to work through some of those challenges to, like I said earlier, minimize that as much as possible, make everyone aware of what's going on. And we do have it set up now uh, on paper, at least in a manner of, in which there will be minimal disruption to guests because we do have four, four buildings, a room. So as we do those renovations in those buildings, it wouldn't affect the other buildings. Uh, so that that's the plan for now. And those are some of the logistical challenges that we face leading into the renovation.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure as you get into it, I'm sure your design firm get into it and you'll get into it. You guys start looking at some of the finishes that they're recommending to put in the rooms. And then you're you're probably sitting there scratching your head and saying, OK, you, you want my operation guys to be able to turn this room in this amount of time and this kind of finish is going to take extra time to, you know, to stay on top of and keep it looking nice and all of those good things. That That's some of the challenges I think sometimes that we hear in terms of feedback, when you're getting into like the, the model rooms that you start to really evaluate and you look at real closely, you know, here's what we're saying. We're going to put in the rooms, guys, you know, if we put this stuff in here, is it something that we can get in? We can clean, we can manage and get our guys in and out and turn the room. Very uh, quickly, so that we can hand it over to the next guest coming in, and those are sometimes some some interesting conversations, to say the least. When you look at some of the unique things that the brand may be wanting to, uh, right. you know, put
1: in a guest room, right? So yep. those those are some of the things that, that we've run into. Everyone has the uh, the best intentions. You want to make it look good. Or they just don't they don't realize sometimes what what it takes to operate that and and to clean, like you said whether it be cleaning or whether it be simple, simple things like changing a light bulb. Uh, So, so that's the whole purpose of having a model room. So we'll have a model room by the end of January and that'll allow us and allow me to have the operations team in there, housekeeping and the operators to really identify, you know, challenges or tweaks that we might want to make before we go full, full force with the renovation. So we will have that opportunity in January. And I have been through that before, both at the JW Turnberry as well yeah. as at the JW Vegas. The JW Vegas was getting set for renovation prior to, uh, to COVID hitting. And uh, so the model, we had two model rooms there. And there were all kinds of things that we found that there's just doesn't make sense. It looks pretty, but it's going to take an engineer a day to, to change out yeah. this one light bulb. So it just doesn't yeah. make sense for us. So, yeah, we definitely want to avoid some of those traps. And, uh, of course, still make the property, you know, meet or exceed the brand standards uh, make it you know beautiful room and beautiful design for the guest, but also make it uh, you know, so that uh, we can be efficient and and get in and out of the rooms, like you said, yeah,
0: absolutely. And and I think I think obviously the uh, your experience is coming through loud and clear. you start talking about some of the stuff that you're looking for and making sure that you kind of stay out of the woods on, right?. Yeah, um, sure. but, uh, but, yeah, so, you, Are you guys seeing a lot of occupancy right now? Are you pretty high right now because of
1: the proximity to the uh, Disney? We are. This month will be this. This should be a good month for us. We had a little bit of group the first uh, 10 days of the month. Now it's tapering off and we'll have a week of a lull, you know, between now and probably around Thursday, that 22nd or 23rd of December. And then it gets real busy from that point all the way until the new year. Uh, and that's all, you know, just all, all transient business, all leisure business. Everyone's here, whether you're here to visit family, here to enjoy the parks, here to enjoy the weather, like you said, enjoy the amenities of the resort. Uh, we, we'll, we'll see a lot of families coming through. So we have to be prepared for that with, you know, some activities and programming for kids, letters to Santa, candy canes, uh, you know, th- things that we'll, we'll do out by the pool with uh, some activities cookie wow. decorating or ornament decorating things like that will will keep uh will keep those guests uh, happy and active while they're here and when they're not out at the parks. Yeah, you 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 you're spreading the you you're starting the
0: magical Disney at the hotel before they even get there. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Wow, that that is awesome, man. Well, I I tell you what, I definitely appreciate you spending a few minutes with us today and telling us a little bit about your property. Hey, if you ever feel like you need an extra third-party project manager, make sure you give us a call. We'd be happy to jump in there and help you out on a renovation. Um, But is there any other special events that you guys have coming up at the property that you'd like our guests to know about?
1: You know, just some of the things that we do on a regular basis. One of our outlets, a Zest restaurant and bar, uh, has a great dinner menu Thursday through Saturday. We do live entertainment on Friday night uh, inside that restaurant and bar. So, uh, you know, great great little bit of entertainment with a real nice menu for guests and then of course uh, just you know throughout the the holidays lots of great programming that we have that is holiday specific but just in general we have a very active pool area uh, so we we welcome guests to come out and enjoy and we're always running specials at the pool and there's always some types of activities whether it be water slide races or or you know uh, trivia or things like that for guests to get involved in and we have all kinds of fun you know uh, offering offering meals to guests or offering drinks or pizzas you know for the kids and, and things like that so always trying to keep uh keep activity for our guests when they're here and keep them busy and help the parents get the kids to sleep at night and help to get them off breakfast and off <laughs> to the parks in the morning wow man that that sounds like that's 24 7 right there man <laughs> i tell
0: you what i don't i don't know if i could keep up with that myself so I, kudos <laughs> to you for being able to keep up with that <laughs> I can't either. Believe me, we have a lot of great staff. <laughs> hey, well, this has been another Chez Hospitality Minute. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next time, guys.